This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you want better mental health? Then BetterHelp is for you. It is affordable, accessible, and most importantly, personalized online therapy. There is a special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash the Lucy Pod. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Please remember that the Lucy Pod is not a replacement for professional medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your own amazing brain, please speak to a medical professional. I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I speak to you all today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lucy Pod. I hope that you are all well and staying safe. Today's episode came to me because I realized that I had run out of one of my ADHD medications. I take Concerta 18 milligram and I also take Concerta 27 milligram. So I take this 27 in the morning and the 18 uh, in the afternoon. And I realized that I had run out of the 27 and that I need to go and get some from the pharmacy. And it made me think, I haven't talked about medication on the Lucy pod for a while. I mean, one of the first episodes that I did on the Lucy pod was entitled Now Tie Your Laces, ADHD Medication, wherein I read a creative piece I wrote called Now Tie Your Laces that explored my experience in taking ADHD medication and where I also interviewed my dad where he shared his thoughts on ADHD medication, being ADHD and having an ADHD daughter. Um, I've also openly discussed like medication in other episodes, but sort of like listing it off in like sort of general terms, but I've actually not gone into depth about meds for a while. And it got me thinking, I actually did briefly mention this phrase, and I think it was in an interview I did, And it was the phrase, are you going to be on the medication forever? Like, aren't there long-term issues that come with being on that medication? And rather than seething and thinking about this irritating question, why not break it down and discuss it in this episode? So let's get a couple of things out of the way. The Lucy Pod is a pro-medication and pro-science space slash podcast. If you are taking medication prescribed to you by a professional and it is working for you, then go for it. I support and encourage this. Uh, I do believe that there is some merit in other things that can help with ADHD, but those things are not essential oils um, and changing your diet because sugar makes you hyper. So if that's the sort of space you're in, you're probably not going to like this episode and you're probably not going to like my podcast, but you know what? People change. We can learn from each other. So who knows? But I just want to get that out of the way. This is a very pro-medication space, a judgment-free zone. We don't judge people for taking meds. We don't mock them and we don't ask condescending questions. We try to learn, which is what I'm going to try and do. So the next thing, no, I will not sell you my ADHD medication. I am not Walter White or Alison Hendricks from Orphan Black. Uh, and on that note, actually, no matter how fun and hedonistic 
you may feel or it may be to take drugs, uh, taking medication, especially stimulants, ADHD medication, when it has not been prescribed to you by a doctor is not only incredibly stupid, it's incredibly dangerous and it can kill you. So stop doing that. I'm all about having a good time, but we need to draw the line. And you taking Ritalin at a music festival isn't funny and cute. Okay? Same with vaping. Anyway, moving on. Now we need to have some facts and truths uh, that people like to ignore when it comes to medication. Number one, stimulant medications are proven to work successfully for 70 to 90% of people, according to the National Resource Center on ADHD. Stimulants do not zombify children and make them seen but not heard, but they actually allow the ADHD brain to thrive and excel to its full potential. Number three, stimulants are schedule eight medicines and psychiatrists and pediatricians must ensure that a therapeutic need exists to prescribe them. My GP cannot prescribe them. So I see my psychiatrist who must contact the Drugs and Poisons Bureau to provide me with a new script each time and who ensures that I'm doing okay and haven't developed any adverse side effects to my meds. The next following statements are truths that are true to me. They may not be for you or for other ADHDers, but this is my podcast and this is how I feel about my experience with medication. Uh, And I feel the need to reiterate this often. Number one, stimulants have allowed me to excel academically and in everyday life, making the symptoms of ADHD more manageable. I am one of those lucky people who doesn't experience any adverse side effects. However, if you do experience them, side effects are not permanent or life-threatening and specialists do adjust doses till they get it right. I sleep and eat well and my family, friends and other people in my life find me bearable and even quite likable despite my ADHD. That's a joke. However, if you ask my primary school teachers pre-medication, they would disagree with you. The next thing I want to say is that where I am right now in my life, I see myself taking medication for as long as I live and that's okay. So when people ask me, are you going to be that on that forever? Uh, Right now, how I'm feeling in my life, yes, I think I will be on my medication forever. Of course, things can change. And that's why I'm saying for now, I do see myself always being on medication. And here's why it's okay. What people do in the privacy of their own homes is not your concern. My medication doesn't harm me, my family, or community. I take my medication as prescribed and safely. It is legal, and I'm not hurting anyone. The only person that it really concerns is me and my psychiatrist. The next reason why the phrase in question about being on it forever bothers me is because I know that these people would never ask a diabetic, are you going to use insulin forever? Or ask someone who is anaphylactic, are you just always going to carry around your EpiPen like forever? Now, of course, like ADHD is not a physical illness or condition. It's not an ailment. And in most cases, it isn't a matter of life and death like an EpiPen. However, ADHD is a disorder. As much as I advocate for ADHD pride and I'm happy to be ADHD, it is still a disorder. 
And there are aspects of it that I need to manage with meds. Therefore, why would I deprive myself of taking something that is good for me, my mental health, my work, home and university life? Why do people with disorders and mental health issues and disabilities have to be deprived of something that works for them? Why are methods of dealing with certain issues constantly questioned by others and not in a way that is kind, trying to understand or conducive to anything? I don't see the issue on being being on meds forever. Why is it bad? Unless you're a doctor or a researcher studying the long-term effects that stimulants have on the brain, you shouldn't be asking people such a pointed and cocky question. Now, I believe in free speech. You can ask me this question. You, in fact, can do what you want. But before asking questions like this, I think it's important to ask yourself, are you coming at it to be funny or to be nasty or to just be, like, arrogant? Are you genuinely wanting an answer or do you have an answer of your own and are you just waiting for me to respond and for you to then jump down my throat? Because if it's just to get a rile, then I don't think this is for you. I don't think this podcast is the space for you. But if you're actually wanting to learn, then let's do it. First things first, I'm a realist, kidding. I'm under no illusion that this medication will cure my ADHD because there is no cure. And even if there were a cure for ADHD, I wouldn't want it, okay? But I want my medication because it manages the problematic symptoms of ADHD. And this does not make my life and my experience on medication any less valid or worthy of taking forever. That's what I would say to people, first of all. And usually when I say that, there's that moment of doubt and then the questioning continues. But if you're still here, I'm glad. Let's keep going. Comments like, I don't think there's anything wrong with not wanting to be dependent on medication for extended periods. Just like there's nothing wrong with choosing to be medicated for an extended period of time. We all get to make that choice. Yeah. That's unhelpful because of the use of the word dependent. It's got negative connotations. I am not dependent like one is dependent on drugs or a cigarette. This is what it sounds like. I can go days, weeks and months without taking my meds, but I would rather take them because it makes my life easier. But I'm not addicted to my medication and it makes me better and I am proud to say that. I take them every day and I've been doing that since I was 14 and I'm not going to stop. That doesn't make me dependent. You wouldn't go up to someone with glasses who wears glasses all the time and go, so you're dependent on your glasses? Or someone who drinks water every day, oh, so you're dependent on water? Or because you don't want to die of dehydration in like three days? You wouldn't do that. So why would you ask me, who's not bothering you, who's not bothering anyone, why I'm dependent? That word is so loaded, it implies that people with ADHD are just taking this med because they want to have a medication to take because we're addicted, we've got addictive personalities and we can't help ourselves. That's not the case. The next unhelpful comment is I wonder if it's an issue where people who have been on medication since childhood view it differently than those who weren't diagnosed until later. 
Frankly, I don't know anyone on a medication that doesn't wish that they had another alternative. My meds have side effects. All meds have side effects. I think for the most, it benefits, um, the benefits outweigh it, but pretending meds are a magic wand that fixes everything is ridiculous. This comment is littered with massive claims. I don't know of many ADHDers or experts saying that meds are a cure. And if there are, I'd really like to see them. And saying almost everything, everyone you know has said that they wish they weren't on meds is not true. That's an over-exaggeration and it's stigmatizing and it is, again, a biased and broad claim. Now, this isn't to say that there are people who take medication who don't have a good time on it and I want to affirm that. There are people who take ADHD medication um, because they feel like they have to or they feel like it's their last resort but it comes with side effects and that is completely valid. And for those people who then reject taking them, I completely understand. If you are taking a medication that is not making you feel good, you shouldn't take it. And I would say that to anybody who's on any sort of medication. Before you change it though, I would recommend talking to a doctor. But my attitude has been with any medication that I've tried, whether it's been a contraceptive or an, uh, an acne medication or an ADHD medication has been, if I don't like it, I stop it. And I think that that's what we should encourage people to do. But that person and that comment knew what they were doing there. Because it's like, I don't know anyone who would want to be on that because it's, oh, I wish there was an alternative. And I just, again, it's not helpful. If you don't want to take meds, that is your valid, perfect, great choice. But then to make such a loaded statement and be so biased about something that didn't work for you is unfair. Say it didn't work for you, but then to say, and like everyone else I know, is not true. And yes, all medication has potential side effects, but they don't affect everyone. So every medication will take, even benign, like simple meds like Panadol have side effects, yet they don't always affect everyone. So that again, unhelpful statements coming from people who don't necessarily have the best interests of the ADHD community at heart, which is a shame. And then there's statements like this, which are even more unhelpful. Let's check it out. While I do believe that ADHD is indeed a problem faced by many people, I believe that the majority of people receiving medication for it are simply lacking in self-discipline. Everyone at some point in life and daily life struggles at keeping focused. What separates each individual is their threshold for attention. In the heavily diagnosed country of America, because of course everything has to go back to America anyway, many people turn to prescriptions such as Adderall and Ritalin as remedies for their disabilities. I think that the American culture is too quick to self-diagnose a mental disability rather than just coping and correcting themselves in a more traditional method devoid of any diagnoses or drugs. There's a lot to unpack here. Does America have a drug problem? Yes. Do they have like a narcotics and like pain addiction medication problem? Yes. Does America have inadequate resources to assist and support disabled people and neurodivergent people? Yes. Does the American healthcare system have many, many, many issues? Yes. Does this mean that people getting ADHD meds are lacking self-discipline? No. They aren't really related. 
And it angers me that these people come from such a condescending, patronising and paternalistic place, scolding people for things that they cannot help. It's a typical American mentality of pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and having to earn healthcare and having to cope. It is bullshit and I won't put up with it. Of course, human beings are lazy and have flaws and everyone experiences moments of inattention. However, there are people, the ADHD population, that experience this to a larger degree and they go through a diagnostic process that has been perfected and edited over time that illustrates that there is a certain type of person that whilst, yes, they may have inattention, it drastically impacts their daily life and they have a series of other symptoms. This comment has a complete misunderstanding of ADHD for starters. ADHD is not just a lack of focus. It is is executive dysfunction, emotional regulation problems, poor spatial awareness, auditory processing issues. To narrow ADHD down to a lack of attention shows that you've misunderstood the assignment and you really don't know what you're talking about. And to make such nasty statements saying that people shouldn't take meds and just do better because it's a habit, a bad habit, or just you not wanting to do well is really wrong. And it contributes to people with ADHD feeling like they are useless, lazy, invalid people. And that is not true. If you are ADHD, you are not lazy, you are not a loser, you don't need to use traditional methods to correct yourself. That's giving the shining vibes. If anyone's seen the shining, you'll know what I mean, like correcting. There's nothing to correct. There are things to manage, there are things to improve, but you don't need to correct your neurodivergencies, okay? You are allowed to be ADHD and you don't need to correct anything. You don't need to take medication, you don't need to mask to fit into this neurotypical world. You are fine and dandy as you are. And again, commenters like this show me that there's still a lot to do with ADHD education and show that there's still a fundamental misunderstanding of ADHD and ADHD treatments. But moving on to something a little more positive and not unhelpful like these comments, uh, to answer the question once again, yes, yes, yes. I see myself being on medication forever, just like I see myself using my glasses forever, just like I see people using their insulin forever and so on. Don't like it, I'm sorry, but I can't help you. All I can do is give you the facts and what you do next is your choice, just like it's my choice to take meds and to be on them till I die. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget the special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners where you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash the Lucy Pod.